Have you seen um, Little Fires Everywhere on Hulu? No. Is that the one that has Reese Witherspoon? Yes, and Kerry Washington. And Kerry Washington. It seems like a cool show. I've seen ads for it. Okay. Like, I was going to bring it up on the show, but, like, I just want you guys to watch it. It's airing every week, so maybe you want to wait until it's all done, but holy shit. Like, I know it's based on a book. I've never read the book. This show is phenomenal. Like, this cast is reason enough to watch it. Hmm. It's so good. Oh, my God. That's cool. It's got to be better. I'm shocked more people aren't talking about it because it's so good. Like... I mean, it's the best, like, like the best show I've seen in a while. Man, that's high praise coming from you. I got to check this out. Yeah. yeah. Okay. The only thing that sucks is they're airing it once a week, like a <laughs> like a normal show. They dropped like the first three episodes, and then they're doing one a week. How dare that's they? That's on Wednesdays. How dare they? In this time, we need them the most. How dare they dole out the show one at a time, like everything's normal. Come on, Hulu. Get it together. I think that's why more people maybe haven't gotten into it. I think you're right. Because people don't like consuming it that way. I'm not opposed to it. I wonder about shows like that, you know? I almost wonder if it benefits certain shows. You know what I think would be a good idea in in this modern era of streaming? It would be for shows to do, like, arcs. Like, we understand that American TV usually has seasons that are just swollen and Mm -hmm. overly long with no reason. But if they split up the episodes into arcs, kind of like Heroes used to do, Mm -hmm. and then just show that arc, take a break for a week, come back the next week with the next arc, that way people may feel like they have too much to watch. It might might be too much on their plate at a time. Not a bad problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I mean, I don't know. I think that Hulu does a more traditional, like, paid ads, unless you, you go for, like, the full paid service where you don't have to deal with ads. Mm-hmm. So, like, I'm guessing they're just, like, we need to sell ads every week kind of thing. But I don't know, for Netflix, like, I don't know what benefit they could possibly have for going week to week, you know? That's true. That's true. I don't know. They tried it a couple of times with Joe Rogan. Not Joe Rogan. We were just talking about, <laughs> we were just Joe, talking about Joe McHale. They tried to bring back his, his uh, talk soup format yeah. or the soup format, and it didn't do too well. Same thing with Chelsea Handler. They, they really tried to just take mm-hmm. the E experience and bring it over to Netflix, and no one really tuned in. Yeah, it just doesn't translate, I think. I also um, think I it's – go ahead. I'm sorry. No, like that format is kind of gone. Yeah. Is that what you were going to say? Yeah, I, I'm, I'm with you. Not only that, but I feel that Netflix themselves emails and, and push messages me too much for me to really care about anything that just debuted on there. Because mm. every time, every week, every week like clockwork, and mm-hmm. seemingly now it's daily because they know you're home. What's mm-hmm. on Netflix tonight? What are you doing tonight? How about some Netflix? Guess mm-hmm. what just debuted that you'll love? Like, no, man, I don't love the Great British Bake Off season five. Okay, I don't love it. I'm just gonna watch The Office again. Like, what the fuck? Like, wh- yeah. why are you trying to sell me on this shit? <laughs> I'm gonna watch the same thing. So Netflix lost The Office, but they're trying to fill the void with a new Steve Carell. Sitcom. They haven't lost The Office yet. Oh, it's still there. I didn't even know. It's there for like another year, I think. Oh. Okay. Until that Peacock, or maybe till the end of this year, that Peacock streaming service. Yeah. They're still moving ahead with that, too. They haven't slowed down at all. And I think HBO Max isn't slowing down either. They're still going to debut this year. In a way, it's almost better. People are home. You might as well give them something to do. Oh, yeah. I was super frustrated that Doctor Who was pulled off of Amazon. Right. um, Or HBO Max. I'm like, it's not even out yet. Leave it on there until... (laughs) But no, that's not how it works. So BBC is as stingy with their properties as Disney is as stingy with Mickey Mouse. You yeah. just don't, you know, they expect us to love the mouse and they give us almost no mouse content whatsoever. Yeah. I never understood that. I think that they're just 
he's he's too almost too iconic now mm-hmm. that they don't they kind of don't want to touch it. Comparably, you have Superman. Superman has a monthly comic. There are video games. There's yeah. movies. There's animated. Mario, Mario back in the nineties overtook Mickey as the most iconic character, the most recognizable character in most American households. Video games, cartoons, everything. Mickey Mouse. I think we just got a new Mickey cartoon three years ago. Yeah, but Disney has been more protective of their brand for a longer period of time. That's true. Like, those other brands have not protected their their characters and their property as long as Disney has. Because Disney has been that way my whole life, like, for sure. Oh, yeah, with the vault, of course. Right, right. So they've been protective of their properties forever. They kind of invented that, like... Whereas Mar like like Mario and Superman all that like like a lot of those they put that shit on everything and they they do put Mickey Mouse on it seemingly everything but they still are careful about what they approve right it's weird yeah and it's just this visage you never really get new adventures with Mickey Mouse outside of the rare Mickey Mouse shorts like I mentioned which are really good and if so, if yeah, people haven't watched them and you grew up with Ren and Stimpy. The Mickey Mouse shorts that are out now are top notch. You need to watch it with your kid. Watch it by yourself. I don't care. Watch the Mickey Mouse shorts. They're that good. Believe me. Um, Epic Mickey came out for, I want to say like Nintendo Wii at least 15 years ago. But outside of that, I can't really think of anything big they've done with the mouse, you know? Well, I, I, I this is just a theory. I don't know enough about the history of Mickey Mouse and all that, but like, is it was Mickey Mouse, like, really Walt Disney's character? Yeah. Okay. So, like, in the same way that Kermit the Frog is kind of sacred, oh. because Kermit was Jim Henson. Like, Jim Henson was Kermit, and Kermit was Jim Henson. And, I like, he's he... a very sacred character, hmm. and they're very careful about that because it is, like, him living on. I think you stumbled upon something here. Because now that Disney owns the Muppets... They may be treating Kermit that same way that they treat Mickey, and that's why we don't get yeah. any new uh, Muppet content. Right, right. That's... There's something very sacred about Kermit the Frog, and everyone who was involved with Muppets and, and knew Jim Henson, it was, like, they were careful about the Muppets in general. Like, he was very careful about them, but, like, Kermit in particular was him. Right, right. And that was, like, his soul. And so... They they they've always been careful about using that character in a particular way. Yeah, in the seventies and eighties though, it seemed like Kermit was everywhere. They had Muppet movies. He was on Sesame Street. That's when he Street. was alive, though. That's true. That is true. And he also did like I don't know. Read the read Jim Henson's biography. Like uh, everyone should read that by uh, Brian Brian J. J- jones brian k jones something like that um sorry i got your name wrong <laughs> but like it's 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 like the best biography i've ever read i need um, to check it out it's so good and apparently the audiobook has like a guy doing voices and oh it's interesting like really good it's supposed to be a really good audiobook i haven't i haven't listened to it i read the physical book i kind of want to go back and like get it through the library or something like that and listen to it but yeah um there was a lot, and and, and he kind of, Jim Henson was like, I want to do, like, Dark Crystal, I want to do these other things. So, there were, like, circumstances involved with his within his life of things he was trying to explore Yeah. with his artistry that kind of, I think, fed into that. Um, but, yeah, like, that that's the, Kermit was Jim Henson. Like, that's true. And that's why they're very careful with that character. So I'm wondering if maybe it's similar with Disney. Like like if Mickey Mouse was his character and especially his kids are still running that company, correct? Like I believe they are. Is his daughter still like is she still involved with Disney in some way? I believe so. I'd have to look it up myself. I'm unfortunately not as up to snuff right. with my Muppet as I'd like to so be. So like so like Jim Henson's kids are still involved. Sure. With his the Henson company and like involved with all like the Disney stuff after now. And, and so they, they, so it's like their children, both of these men, their children are still involved in their legacy. Like we're still at the point where it's that close. Yeah. 
So I think that that's why everyone handles it with a little more care. Um, there's than, a really good um, you know, others. Yeah, and there's a really good mini series, and I, I'm I'm sure I've mentioned this on the show before on on the Defunct Land YouTube channel about Jim Henson and his life, and it's it's such a love yeah, letter. You have. Yeah, and it just moved me so much just. Seeing everything that he's given the world over the years, everything he's contributed to not only my childhood, but just the, the puppetry profession in general. And that may seem silly, but you think about all the prosthetics that they've used in various projects over the years that he's had a hand in. You think about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, that first movie, that was a Jim Henson creation, those costumes. Right. Shout out to Turtle Soup. But yeah. He's just turtle soup. <laughs> he's an amazing guy. And yeah. his legacy will live on forever. I'm I'm glad that they're not just putting any old thing out for the Muppets. There was mm-hmm. that, that short lived ABC sitcom that tried to mm-hmm. make them a little bit more adult. That didn't hit right for anybody, so they wrapped that up real quick. But yeah, the Muppets will just live on forever. I, I'm yeah. Okay. <laughs> Love no, but I think that, that the Mickey part. I think that's the that's the only theory that I could think of is that they're very protective of that character, and maybe that's the reason. Like, I I can't because I'm with you. I'm like, why wouldn't you be putting out like a Mickey show every year? Right. Right. A Mickey movie. A Mickey series of video games besides Kingdom Hearts that take a decade to come out because fuck them. <laughs> but other than that, you know. <laughs> But you're not bitter. What's that? But I said, but you're not bitter. Uh, not at all. No. no. <laughs> oh, man. So, lots of things going on in the world right now. Lots and lots mm-hmm. and lots of things. There's the obvious, which will dance around like every other podcast in existence is doing right now. Yeah. But Stay inside. You're doing your job. Fuck it. Do your job. Stay inside. All that good stuff. Hopefully the weather is shit wherever you are, so you have no temptation to leave the house whatsoever. Yeah, so I I did see a little glimmer of good news in this in this ball of shit that's happening right now, which is um last week every single animal was adopted from animal control here in Chicago for the first time ever. That is amazing. I have been hearing about locally down here in Florida that shelters are being cleared out as well. That's so great. People. They're waiving a lot of adoption fees and stuff too. That helps people out. Absolutely. You know, I, I encourage everybody, if you can dedicate the time and the patience to, mm-hmm. to adopt a pet. Because. Also, just a quick side note. If you can financially donate to the shelter as well, like they might be waiving those adoption fees, but it still is helpful to give them donations. Like That's a even good if you point. donate like some food or something to them, like unopened bags of food or something, like they they still have to run and run that, feed the animals, pay the employees, take care of the animals, everything like that. So if you're able, still donate to those, like a, when you're adopting. Right. As a pet parent, you know how. Costly it can be to raise mm-hmm. a pet. <laughs> They're doing mm-hmm. a whole, <laughs> yeah, a, a whole school of pets. Basically, it's yeah. There's a lot going on there. Yeah. So shout out to all the animal control shelters that are doing a great job. Shout out to the people that decided to adopt a pet into their home because you know it's it's just such a great feeling. I saw this really cool Instagram post earlier today where somebody said. Um, they wanted to give respect to the dogs that didn't know that they were support animals until two weeks ago. <laughs> yeah. You've true. all been given promotions. Congratulations. Oh my gosh. My cat has been so happy. See? Yeah. He's like, Oh my God, you're here. Oh, he's like the, cause he's not like a regular cat that hates people. That whole thing. Oh, he's, okay. he's a breed of cat that really is social and he's particularly social. He's just so happy. Oh my God. He's like, my people are here. They're home. They're with me. I'm, I'm, I'm at peace. I'm good. That's like, cool. He's just so happy. It's adorable. <laughs> yeah. Bimo is learning new routines because, mm-hmm. you know, we, we just get up and we go to work here. And mm-hmm. he's like, oh, you guys are sticking around. That's great. 
I'm going to protect mm-hmm. the house. And so every little noise in the hallway is just, he's trying to bark. But now he kind of looks over at me before he does it. Like, mm-hmm. is this okay? Is this all right? And I'm like, yeah. no, nah, dude, it's not okay. Like, all right, fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Sammy's just like, I'm going to stay very, very close to you. Nice. And then I'm going to go off for a while. And then I'm going to come back and I'm going to be really, really close to you. That's that's the routine. <laughs> I mean, that's the ideal routine for any roommate, really. Just like, all right. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to give that you space. But then yeah. we're going to come together. And I'm going to mm-hmm. give you your space again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So Skype and, and, and Zoom and everything has been a godsend and has just been really getting a workout over the past few weeks, we have um, a, a weekly family call mm-hmm. that D and I do with, with my dad's people. And it's really cute because I get to see my cousins, some of whom that I, I never really got a chance to talk to um, that much outside of Thanksgiving and Christmas and just random cards and stuff like that. Like, Funny enough, and <laughs> I hope none of them listen to the show now, but... Mm-hmm. One of my cousins, not. I'm not naming which one, one of my cousins thought that I was her uncle for the longest time. What? <laughs> yeah. You know, because there's such a, a, a disparation of, of age difference. Oh. Where, and I went through this when I was a kid too, where I thought one of my older cousins was an aunt because I had so many aunts and she was like up there near their age. So I'm like, oh yeah, you know, no. Hmm. interesting she she figured it out she figured it out but we'll never talk about it so that's fine (laughs) I do remember some confusion over like having older cousins and stuff like that but I don't think I ever thought they were like my uncle or something like that I Mm. I don't remember what all confused me about it but yeah yeah it's just if I had a cousin who was old enough to have a kid and I was like 8 or 9 I'm like oh you must be an adult and you must be a senior adult, so you're an aunt or an uncle. Okay. Yeah, yeah. My mom was the youngest of seven, so so like there's a huge age gap, and that means that there's a huge age gap in the children as well. So mm. I definitely like that. I, I see. I hear you on that because yeah. it is a wide, wide variety. So I'm, I'm sorry for not sorry for. I, I was trying to frame it a little bit better. I'm sympathetic towards people who are celebrating big events in their life and going through events in their lives that just require gatherings with families mm-hmm. and are unable to because, you know, life never stops, hopefully. Yeah. So uh, D had a birthday. and Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Why didn't I think of that? Holy shit. Yeah, because you're dumb. Huh? <laughs> I'll take that L. That's fine. So it was her birthday, and mm-hmm. we I managed to sneak a cake into this house, and she was just mm-hmm. flabbergasted by that. She was just so <laughs> shocked that I got a whole ass cake in this house without her knowledge. Mm-hmm. But she forgot that in our office I have a mini fridge, and so that bitch rested up there. Oh. <laughs> and I snuck That's it in smart. by the wayside because we got Portillo's. Portillo's is a uh, mm-hmm. an Italian beef spot here in Chicago. And they make amazing chocolate cake. There's a stand I've never been there. There's one right up the street from me, though. Really? Yeah, okay, yeah. I knew they franchised. I didn't know they had one uh, by you. Yeah, no. They're literally right up the street. I've just never been. Uh, Gabriel Iglesias, Fluffy, he, mm-hmm. does a, he does a routine about his first time trying a chocolate cake shake. I think I saw that. Yeah, they put like a slice of chocolate cake <laughs> in their shake, yes. which is weird. It is weird, but oh man, is it good? I'll uh, mm. I'll put that. I'll put a link to the video because it's all over YouTube. I'll put a link to it in the, yeah. in the show. In the show, um, yeah. So I snuck that whole cake in here, and I organized, as you know, a uh, a Zoom call with mm. uh, some of our our friends. A good number of y'all came through and wished you a happy birthday, and I am so so appreciative of that and it uh it saved the day so that was really cool yeah that's cool yeah one of our um <laughs> one of our wonderful friends and listeners uh gabby sent a full copy of lateria which is a a <laughs> i guess the best way to describe it is a, a bingo game like it's a, a spanish bingo game mm-hmm. uh, mexican bingo rather um 
And it's a trip. And we played that over Zoom, and that was a lot of fun. And there's a lot of drinking involved and, <laughs> you know, maybe a little bit of money involved in, in some scenarios. I'm not saying in our scenario there was. <laughs> but sometimes, among the right people, you can walk away with a pocket full of change. So, man, I wonder how gambling addicts are doing right now. Man, well, you can play lottery from your phone now. That's true. You can. So okay, never mind. they're There's doing great. Plus, you yeah. know, <laughs> they're watching every ad on mobile games. You know, just trying to mm-hmm. get more coins and whatever. Mm-hmm. They're doing all right. But yeah, so we did that. That was a lot of fun. Um, <laughs> we got to do that again real soon. So yeah, we're we're hanging in there, man. Uh, one thing that I'm going to be doing tomorrow. Which is kind of tripping me out. Voice acting. So mm-hmm. still working on that. I know I haven't talked about it in a while, but there's a, there's a, a, a voice acting coach here in Chicago that has these gyms that she puts on from time to time. Usually they're in person, but this time it's going to be over a video conference. So we're going to see how that goes. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Wait, so you signed up for this ahead of time? Like this was a like an in-class plan thing that they had to change or or what? Well, no, she just put the idea out there. Oh, okay. You gotcha. know, because everyone's going a little stir crazy. She's like, look, if I put together this thing where you guys come and join in, I'm like, yes, absolutely. I've been wanting to do this anyway because, cool. you know, she's a really good coach and a really good voice actress. So I, I want to sit under the learning tree and get better. I want to get good. Yeah, yeah. Take advantage of it, especially the situation we're in now. Exactly. Why not get good on Good Friday? <laughs> God, terrible! Like, it completely escaped my mind that we had tomorrow off. Like you know, the the market usually closes on Good Friday every year, mm-hmm. which is a weird holiday for them to hold on to. But I'm thankful for the Friday off. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I completely forgot. And then my my supervisor had to like. Message me. He's like, you keep telling people tomorrow, tomorrow. We're not coming back until Monday. I'm like, holy shit, you're right. Yes, awesome. <laughs> it's just a weird time for everyone, so I don't yeah. blame you on that. Like, yeah, yeah. everything's confusing. There's a, a wrestler that I follow on Twitter, and his his gimmick is so simple, but it's so memorable. Every day, every morning, he tweets out, "It's Monday. You know what that means." It's Tuesday. You know what that means. Just like clockwork. And so <laughs> there's a couple times where I'll be checking Twitter. Else, like just saying that? That's it. He never that's says it. what it means. And then <laughs> there's been a couple times I've checked uh, Twitter in the morning. I'm like, oh, shit, it is Wednesday. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Brody Lee. <laughs> there's some Instagram page, and I can't remember what it is, that was doing like – like just just to remind you, today is Wednesday, or like whatever. Like they just have a daily post, yeah. In addition to their other content, I'm like, this is good. Thank you. <laughs> like this is good content. We all appreciate it. Thank yeah, you very seriously. much. Thank you. <laughs> right on, right on, right on. So, have you heard anything about Quibi yet? I've seen ads for Quibi, and I did not know what Quibi was. I still don't really know, other than that sounds like they're trying to do like Netflix style shows, but in small formats, like like a YouTube video style. I don't know. Do you remember CISO? Yes. It's another CISO, basically. It's just one of those channels. Or one because of those... that was widely successful. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, what else? Yahoo TV was one of them. Oh, yeah. Show Remember me. when they bought Community and, like, tanked? Right. Oh, right. my God. Oh, no, it was Yahoo Screen. That's what it was. Whatever it's called. It was yeah. Yahoo. I know that. Yeah. Presto, Uster, Ditto TV, all this stuff that used to be a thing, and it ain't a thing anymore. And somehow community was on every single iteration of, but yeah, yeah, like Quibi, I guess is supposed to be viewed only on your mobile device. Yeah. And they were anticipating people being on the go and really selling that angle of it. You being on the go and being able to see everything on the go in, in minute long, uh, slices. So it's only a minute long around that time. It's it's Ew. just chopped up. It's really weird. It's one of those. I don't want to watch that. No, even on the go. No, no, I don't want to watch it on the home on the go. Yeah. 
<laughs> so one interesting thing that I learned about this is that Steven Spielberg produced a show for the service that can only be viewed after midnight. What? Like yeah. you can you can only access the show after midnight. Yes, because he wants to set a certain mood. And the mood is solemn and quiet, and it's a horror show, and he wants to freak you out. So you can only watch it in the middle of the night. That's kind of cool. That is kind of cool. I like that. Will it catch on? I don't think so. No, but I kind of like that. I like that idea. I like that, that, you know, they can limit that. And then what, like, you know, it goes away at 2 a.m. or some weird shit like that. And then it comes back the next night at midnight kind of thing. (laughs) That's weird. Yeah, so they've got some weird content on there. They've got uh, Chrissy Teigen as a judge. Mm-hmm. Um, they've got a survival one is promoting it. Like it's it's everywhere right yeah. now. Yeah, survival reality show starring Zac Efron and his brother Dylan, because that's what the world wanted. Yeah, sure. And cool. there's a show about sneaker collecting. That's that's great. That's hosted by the lady that does the AT and T commercials. And a show starring Nicole Richie being Nicole Richie. Okay, I will give Nicole Richie some credit though. She was really fucking funny on Great News. She was, man. She oh was not God. afraid to make fun of herself. No, she was. She was channeling her Jenna Maroney. It was great. I was just about to say she was doing that. Yeah, she was definitely. I mean, doing that's. The I think that's why that show ultimately never fully took off because it was just another version of Thirty Rock. But I was fine with it because I love Thirty Rock. Yeah, like if we can't have Thirty Rock, we can't have Kimmy Schmidt anymore. I'll take this. Yeah, and I thought as it moved along, it got different enough from from Thirty Rock. But in the beginning, yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Man, it did kind of drag on in that last half, though. It's like they kind of knew they were leaving, so they were like, all right, here we go. <laughs> yeah. That show would have been perfect if it would have been a Netflix original like Kimmy Schmidt. Mm-hmm. If Wait, did it, it wasn't an NBC show. Did it start on NBC? Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. It was all on NBC. I did not know that. Interesting. Kimmy Schmidt was sold to NBC. I believe they made the pilot for NBC. NBC didn't pick it up, and Netflix bought it. And uh. then... That uh, great news was bought and aired on NBC. And I think Netflix was foolish not to grab it and keep going with it, but whatever. Yeah. Oh, uh, (laughs) Titus is on one of these shows, too. So good to see him still doing stuff. Yeah. Yeah, he's funny. (laughs) He is funny. So, Quibi, I don't need it. I'm sure... Anything of value will be put on the internet in some way, shape, or form eventually. I just don't like that format. I don't no. want to watch it on my phone. Exactly. That's not how I consume. Like that's I like I really I like the YouTube. If it's a longer video, I like the YouTube app on the TV. Like same. I don't even necessarily like watching long YouTube videos on my phone. I realize that people are different, but I'm like, no, I'm gonna put it on the TV. Yeah. I mean, if you have a situation where it's like you have to retreat to your room to get some privacy and solace, I get it. You know, you watch your phone. You're kind of just like tucked in for the night. That's the last thing you do. Yeah, that totally makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I totally get I get it. But like if I have my phone in my hand, I'm going to get distracted. I get so distracted if I'm trying to watch something on my phone. Mm -hmm. Notifications are going off. I'm thinking about email I need to check. I'm remembering different games that I'm playing that have uh, cooldowns that I have to go and check on. There's a number of things I can do on there that don't involve sitting and staring for a half hour. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean it's it's weird. I I pers- I mean I'm with you. Like that's just not how I view my entertainment or yeah. prefer to view my entertainment. So yeah, I'll pass on Quibi. I also think the name's stupid. Yeah. I'm just trying to get something to stick. So I put a note in the show notes um, earlier today that was true at the time, but now is not. Sorry, I had to go. Um, yeah. <laughs> the Nintendo Switch is finally back in stock in most stores after a long drought. No, it's not. Why was the Why was there a drought? I, I I've seen this that like there was a drought of of the regular Switch. Is it because people are inside? Ultimately, yes. It started with 
Ring Fit Adventure, which I think I may have mentioned to you before, how people are buying that game specifically and shipping it overseas. Well, they were shipping it overseas during the shut-in, which is being lifted now over in, in China. Mm-hmm. Um, they were shipping it to friends and family who were stuck indoors and had no other way to get oh, their exercise. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So it was completely out of stock here in the States. Even on eBay, if you could find one, it was going for a crazy amount of money. So mm-hmm. people just, yeah, you couldn't find it anywhere. I think that's still hard to find. Um, when it comes to the Switch and why that was sold out, it was a one-two punch of people being stuck inside, the Animal Crossing edition coming out yep. and just animal crossing in general getting released everybody they were probably going to have selling out before this because of that like that launch because it's such a huge game yeah i was surprised actually because i didn't think i was friends with that many people on switch but i i see like the little notification light up and it's like 20 friends online I'm like holy shit it's something <laughs> Are they giving something away? And it's like, no, they're all playing Animal Crossing. I haven't played it or any new games. I just was like, I guess I'm going to restart Red Dead Redemption or whatever. I'm glad you mentioned that because I saw something today that I wanted to tell you about. Jack Black is finally playing games on his YouTube channel and he's playing Red Dead Redemption. Oh, that's cool. I just I was like, I guess I'm going to today. I sat down for like a half hour. And uh, I had my my concentration's been bad. The really the only thing I've been able to do other than the things I have to do is like knit and watch shows and try not to freak out kind of thing. Yeah. Um so I've been knitting, which I can do while I'm watching a show, but like I I can't like I, I can play the Switch, but like I don't have any new games on my Switch and for some reason I've tried to replay and I, I just haven't wanted to. Um, so I was like, okay, I guess I'm gonna try Red Dead Redemption as like the bad guy kind of thing. Nice. And see how it goes. But yeah, I don't know. Um, it might not last. I might just be like, all right, whatever. Did you start from scratch, or you're just continuing what you were already doing? No, I started from scratch because I was different character. Oh. And I didn't want to be a different character anymore. I-, I wanted to be original character. Gotcha. Yeah. Totally understand what you're, what you're saying. Yeah. You know, the hardest part of that game to get through, in, in my eyes, is the beginning. because Yeah, I think that's what I need to get past. Yeah. like If there's one thing I don't like about that game, it's that, that opening. That's it. Yeah, it doesn't pull you in. Like, right. Story-wise, you know, it does. But, like, gameplay-wise, it doesn't. So I, I skip the cutscenes <laughs> and everything, but I still have to, like, all right, go up this mountain, you know. Yeah, because in traditional rock star tradition, <laughs> they they throw so much info at you in like the top left hand corner of the screen, mm-hmm. how to do these controls, how to get in a fight, how to get out of a fight, how to ride the horse, how to put on a different coat. It's like shit, man. I just started this game. I can can you tell me how to run? Like I that's feel all like I want. I'd be playing GTA if I still had like my xbox controllers but i yeah. don't due to different circumstances so <laughs> and i don't feel like buying gta again for the ps4 right so i'm like mm, whatever let me go I, just do western gta <laughs> i was tempted to get san andreas today because it's on I, their, I know. Uh, their spring I sale tempted, i was tempted by that too that and the arkham collection both were tempting me you know what keeps getting me like <laughs> I'll be working, and I have notifications coming up from Wario64 on Twitter about all the different game sales going on or any game news that's happening. Because mm-hmm. he, he not only he lets you know about sales, he lets you know a lot of stuff that's going on. Like, the PlayStation 4 controllers debuted this week. Have you looked at that yet? Yeah, I think okay. it looks pretty cool. I think it does, too. Let's circle back to that. But, yeah. like, he, you know, he'll let you know about different game deals, and every now and then I'll see something, I'm like, it's only a dollar. I'll get it mm-hmm. for the Switch or something like that. And it's usually fun stuff. Like, I, I played a, a side-scrolling beat-em-up that's a lot like the Scott Pilgrim game that came out called 99 Vitas. Mm-hmm. And it's just all these, like, Mexican characters in L.A. And they're going down the street and they're beating up the bad guys and stuff like that. It's really fun. And it, it's a four-player game, too. So I really want to get in that. But it was only a dollar. I'm like, this is crazy. It's It's so well done. 
And, you know, they, what they do is, here's, here's the reason why you see those weird sales on Switch sometimes. With digital only titles, there's so many on the system, they have a hard time standing out. So what they'll do, they'll dip down to a ridiculously discounted price for like a week so mm-hmm. they can get number one on the digital store. Mm. Then bump it up to the regular price. So people are like, oh, people are talking about this game. This must be really good. Let me check it's it out. It's a good idea. Yeah. It's a good idea, but everyone started doing it. So it's still very cloudy up there. No one can. Oh. No one can succeed in that fashion anymore. But. Oh, that sucks. Their loss is our gain because we get dollar gains every now and then. Hmm. So, yeah, yeah that's something. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I haven't. I mean, realistically, I don't need to buy any games either. So I'm kind of in that situation where I'm like, yeah, they're on sale, but it's like I've played San Andreas and I've played, you know, the Arkham games. I'm like, mm, do I really need to do that again? Probably not. No, I'll pass. Like, that's how I get with this stuff where I'm like, uh, yeah, it's money I don't need to spend. <laughs> I'm with you on that. I, I got a little bit of credits in my my PlayStation account, so I'm like, What's eight bucks? I might want to check out San Andreas. I haven't played that game since it first came out. I had mm-hmm. to sneak, not a sneak, but I kind of had to play it during inopportune, in a, I almost sounded, I almost sounded like a surfer for a second. Inopportune mm-hmm. times, um, because of a relationship I was in and that certain mm. party didn't like said violent video games. So, yeah. I mean, if you're going to be opposed to any video games, I understand being opposed to, uh, to not Sandra, but GTA in general. Sure, sure. I mean, I'm a... not that kind, of, that kind of person, but, like, I, I get it. Like, yeah. I do. Especially that one had that controversy of, like, the hot coffee deleted thing that you oh. could, like, you know, all that yeah. shit. Yeah. But that wasn't until much later, and she wasn't even thinking about it like that. It was just, yeah. oh, this video game, like... <laughs> I'll tell you the rest of that stuff off. <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. No one cares. But. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> so, yeah. PlayStation 4 controller. I like it. I did, too. Yeah. I saw you compared it to, like, the Avengers in Infinity War. Right. 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 I, I thought right. that was really funny. Or No, Endgame. Their Endgame costume. The the quantum space suits. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, shit, it does. I dig it. Right. Yeah, it's cool. And if anybody does have a problem with the color scheme, come on. It's PlayStation. You know they're going to have yeah. 50 different colors by the end of the year. So yeah. just wait. Yeah. I wouldn't worry about that. Not at all. <laughs> Plus, you're not looking at the controller while you're playing anyway. I, I mean, I understand wanting the controller to look cool. Like, I have a... um. They they came out with the like 25th anniversary or whatever of the original PlayStation, mm-hmm. and they did a a PS4 controller that looks like the original PlayStation controller, the gray, mm-hmm. and it was like a limited edition one. So I have that like that's my my main PlayStation controller, and I love it. Like I that's love cool. the aesthetic of it. Yeah. Um. But so like I understand wanting your controller to look a particular way, but like it's not that big of a deal. Not really, especially because it's going to get used. Like, I understand everybody treats their, their consoles and their equipment differently. But for me, if I'm playing a console, if I'm, if I'm really enjoying a console, that controller is going to get beat up, you know? So any type of collector's edition or a special controller or anything like that, it's going to get some wear and tear anyway. So I'm going to have to replace it. And if it's limited edition, I'm not going to get too attached to it, understanding that I'm going to have to replace it eventually. Like, I got a God of War controller. It looks cool. It's got, like, the writing from the game on there and everything. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it's got some dings in it, too, because I just dropped that son of a gun because I am clumsy. But, you know, right. it still works. Right. It's it's like you can enjoy that the look of it, but it's not that big of a deal. Like, don't freak out over it. Right. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, I think it looks cool. Yep, 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 yep. So do you want to hit up some Versnaculous stuff while we're here? Yeah, you got a lot of Versnaculous stuff, so that's your call of what you... I didn't even look <laughs> through this, jeez. Okay, so I'll start with this one. Disney, speaking of Disney, 
Disneyland mm-hmm. has shared their recipe for the Dole Whip. Yeah, that I I saw some. I, I don't really know anything about that, but like I saw people were freaking out about this. I did too, and honestly, I've had one, and it's to me, it's just okay. It's a it's a special treat that mm-hmm. people associate with good times because they only get it at Disneyland or Disney World. So I understand uh, people having that type of attachment to it. So the Dole Whip is basically just uh, pineapple ice cream. Yeah. And they say it's not quite the same as it is in the park, but it's the closest that you're going to get in the meantime while you're waiting for the parks to reopen. I'm looking at it now. They're saying that it's one scoop of vanilla ice cream, one four ounces. <laughs> four ounces of pineapple juice, two cups of frozen pineapple, and you you blend it in a uh, blender and then make it swirl with a bag. <laughs> Put it in it, a bag. Put it in a bag. Anybody can make it. It sounds delicious. I, I mean, like pineapple. I was going to say, this sounds like something I would like. Yeah, it's, it sounds really good. I like pineapple I, as well. I'd probably put some extra pineapple juice in there, though. Just to, uh, you don't want to. You want that like vanilla though. Like you yeah. do want that like, creaminess of it. Like it's kind of like pina colada type of thing. You need that whip, whip. not just the dough. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Otherwise, right. just apple. It'd just be apple. <laughs> I've heard a song about that before. All right, so next up, we have. The most popular takeout orders by state during the quarantine. Like restaurants that are popular? Like just different orders that people make in certain places. So oh. this is according to a news site that we don't promote on the show. Um, <laughs> but the, the source is Deseret News. Mm-hmm. It says overall the most popular order in North... I'm sorry. The most popular order in... Uh, mm, hold on. Wait. I'm going to do this right. The... <laughs> Overall, the most popular order is French fries. Fries hold the number one spot in Arizona, Florida, Illinois, Indiana, South Carolina, Virginia, and Washington. Utah and Colorado enjoy carne asada fries. Now, see, they're doing it right, man. Ooh. I mean, that makes sense because you can't you can't really replicate it at home unless you're like you have a fryer, and even then, it's like not the same. Right. And if you're thinking an air fryer can get you there, it's no. good, but it ain't. Exactly that type no. of French fry that you're hoping for. No, it's not the same. No. What's your favorite French fry? Uh, like, or do you mean like like fast food places? Yeah. Mm. I guess. I mean, I did. I did always like checkers. Like, I like checkers slash rallies like seasoned fries i really like seasoned fries you are a person of culture my friend i was gonna say checkers as well yeah (laughs) with a close second being popeyes because something what like popeyes has great seasoning for their fries but they're a little soft checkers fries them hard it's crisp they got that outer shell of just yeah because i like seasoning and crispy so i'm with you on that like i'm I'm on the same page of you know um they're they're almost like you don't even need ketchup which is good i want ketchup still but like yeah that's that that's like where i'm like oh this is good (laughs) depending on the french fry sometimes i'll take a bag i'll take a smaller bag and i'll just throw the fries in there Throw some salt in there, mm-hmm. catch up, and just shake the whole bitch up, mm-hmm. and then get a fork and eat them that way. Oh yeah, yeah. That um, I I saw Ryan Guy do that one time with like, I think it was like waffle fries from Chick Fil A or something like that, and I was like, bitch, what? He just like, and then he just like split <laughs> the bag open and like ate it, just like like you know, cut the bag open, and I'm like, yeah, all right, and like you eat it. I'm like, wait a second. <laughs> Have I been doing shit wrong my whole life? <laughs> like, you don't eat them this way? He could have totally just, like, fooled you into thinking, like, you were mm-hmm. odd about it. But, yeah, like, we used to do that, um, like, after church, like, see me and some of the kids from church would go down to the corner store, and they would have fries somehow, and they would only serve them that way. And it was just mm-hmm. perfection. So, yeah. It, if you go to the Orioles Stadium, Camden Yards, in Baltimore... 
they have Krabby Fries. Krabby Fries? Krabby Fries are waffle fries. So, like, a good crispy waffle fry. Mm. And they put lump crab meat and then, like, a cream sauce. So it's, like, cream of crab oh. and then Old Bay, obviously. Lots they of Old that Bay. Old Bay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so it's, like, <laughs> cream of crab french fries. <laughs> It's I amazing. Like it sounds, sounds weird. It's amazing. It sounds actually great. hers hers potato chips makes a like potato chip version of Krabby Fry. Hmm. Okay. All right. But it doesn't replicate that. Like that that Krabby Fry is is awesome. It's also like the best place to view baseball. Fight me. I don't care. Fuck you. <laughs> If anyone wants to fight me on that, go for it. It's the like, best stadium out there. Like, you know I don't have... No, 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 not you. A, I mean people. A, a, like, any sake it is, you're getting so aggravated. No, no, no. I mean other people because people are going to bring up uh, Fenway and shit like that. I'm going to be like, fuck you. No. Damn it. <laughs> I'll tell you this. It's not Wrigley Field, whatever the answer is. People are going to argue for Wrigley. They're, for sure. They're wrong. I mean... I've seen a baseball game at Wrigley Field. I'm like, why do you put yourself through this to see subpar yeah. baseball? Yeah. Okay. Uh, anyway, Pad Thai was a favorite in Georgia. Kentucky, oh god, I miss Thai food. I'm scared of take takeout right now. I'm not gonna lie. I don't yep. want. I don't want to do it. Yeah, I feel you. Uh, Pennsylvania has, of course, is cheesesteak. You know. Yeah. That's their whole shebang. Crab Rangoon, popular mm-hmm. in Missouri and Wisconsin. Yeah. Uh, some unique orders. California's favorite takeout order was chicken tikka masala. The BBQ okay. mixed plate was the most popular in Hawaii. I don't even know okay. what that entails. Uh, Iowa has a soft spot for poke. Ooh, and Oklahoma. Also, oh, well, yeah. you're, you're in Iowa and you're like getting poke? Ooh, you know what's what, good? You're not near a body of water. Yeah. Yeah. Like my grandparents live in southern Indiana and they, they always talk about like they have a great sushi place nearby. And I'm like, mm, how about no? No. I'm yeah. good. No. <laughs> uh, and lastly, Oklahoma is a big fan of sushi. And Maine favors a good cheesy pozzo bread. Okay. Yeah. Of all of the choices, the one that if I right now were to order one of these things that like I just can't make it home, kind of, it would be Thai food, Pad Thai. I love Pad Thai. What's your What's your protein on Pad Thai? What do you do? Chicken. Chicken's good. There's a place um, that we used to go to called Wunsen Pad Thai. Mm And their signature dish was chicken pad thai. Um, I think they s- spread like five shrimp throughout it. Mm, interesting. You know, nice crunchy peanuts on top. Good stuff. Yeah, I I love pad thai and drunken noodle. And uh, I usually just get chicken with both of them. But occasionally I'll swap and get like beef or something like that, depending mm. on my mood. I don't think I've ever had it with beef. It's good. I mean, it depends on the it depends on the place, like yeah. what cut of meat you're getting, kind of thing. Like, because it can be chewy. Yeah, Not, you run that risk with with uh with any like steak type of thing. But yeah, that's true. You gotta trust. You gotta trust the place. But yeah, chicken is the best with it. I think. I agree. So speaking of chicken, mm-hmm. um, right now, I, I named this article incorrectly in our notes. Uh, initially, I put there was a chicken wing shortage in this country. Oh, no. There is a chicken wing surplus, my friend. Ooh, and why? we as Americans are not doing our part Ooh. to make this. Do people not make wings at home? Is that the thing? Well, yeah. People aren't making wings at home. Sporting events aren't a thing right now. So hot wings are out the window. Um, people aren't going to Buffalo Wild Wings like they normally would. It's, it's a number of different things that are causing the... Uh, the surplus, you know? Interesting. NCAA basketball tournament is the second of two big annual events for chicken wings. The uh, first is, of course, Super Bowl. Wing prices yeah. and production run in predictable cycles each year, ramping up for the NFL playoffs and championship oh, game in early February. Then again for college basketball's frenzy tournament month, uh, frenzy tournament a month and a half later. So, yeah, this is a direct result. So does this mean that wings are, like, super cheap right now? Cause yeah. Because I'd buy a bunch of wings and just freeze them. 
Right. Wings are super cheap right now. If you've got like a freezer, like just a standalone freezer, hell yeah, load that bitch up. Make yourself some wings on demand. Mm-hmm. Get you one of them air fryers. It's good for that. You know, get you some wings yeah. going. Um, get some red, Ra- Ra- or red co- hot contact sauce. Contact Ryan Guy about grilled wings recipe. <laughs> it is the best. You, you'll never want wings any other way. The secret's out, everybody. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Ryan Guy has a great of turtle soup. Shout out to Turtle Soup. Uh, he has a great recipe for grilled wings. He was just talking about it in the group the other night on his live chat. Cool. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. I mean, geez, that's weird. I, I didn't. I wouldn't think of that. Yeah. Thing. There's a lot of weird little things that we're like, oh, right. <laughs> like you wouldn't expect that to suffer, but oh, like yeah. the toilet paper shortage. Right. Like, the reason that there's a toilet paper shortage is because, like, 40% of toilet paper is made for offices and stuff like that. <laughs> and now we're not there. But exactly. we need more toilet paper at home. Like, So they're like, well, do we switch production? That's very expensive. What are we going to do? So it's like a whole thing. Just our hubris of years of seeing kids TPing houses and making themselves into mummies, walking around with what is the equivalent of gold now. It just it blows the mind. Yeah, check Amazon every once in a while. They pop up. It popped up the other day. I looked at it and I it was like a quilted quilted northern or whatever and I was like, Oh shit, do we need toilet paper? I checked, we don't, so I left it because I'm like, Well someone needs it. I'm not right. gonna like hoard it. That's the problem. People are fucking hoarding it. If you don't exactly. need it, don't buy it. Seriously. Right. Like we like there are people that really need things right now. So you know, don't buy more than you need um, and just kind of hope that things work out and that it'll be there in the future because they are still producing these these items. So, you know, it's going to be okay. It was fucked up the first week that the toilet paper shortages were going on. There was a story uh, that broke out of Florida <laughs> that a toilet paper delivery truck just like went up in flames Oh my god! On its way yeah. to the destination, like fuck, we need that. No. <laughs> yeah. Of all right. the things. <laughs> yeah. So that's our vernacular segment, everybody. Let's get into some wall of weird. Okay. Wall of weird is from Vice. It is from last year, but it's worth visiting this. Okay. Vice, written by Kara Weisenstein. This guy paints the sex he allegedly has with aliens. Uh, It says, (laughs) Losing your virginity is supposed to be memorable. Most people look back and act with affection and probably a little embarrassment. But David Huggins says his first, the first time he had sex was more out of this world. When I was 17, I lost my virginity to a female extraterrestrial. Notice he says, he says female. Female. I have to I have to specify. The seventy four year old said in a documentary about him called Love and Saucers. <laughs> That's all I can say about it. Wait, but he no, dude, you gotta say more than that. Okay. So the coitus allegedly went down <laughs> in nineteen sixty one when he was a teenager living on his parents' farm in rural Ger- Georgia. I can't say a word. I'm terrible with it. Um, it wasn't the first time extraterrestrials had appeared to him. He'd been seeing strange creatures since he was eight. But on that day, he was walking through the woods near his house, and an alien woman appeared and seduced him. Oh, my. I thought, this is a quote from him, I thought, if anything, I'd be losing it in the backseat of a Ford, something like that. But it didn't work out that way. No, it didn't. According to Higgins, these visits from extraterrestrials and his sexual relationships with him continued into adulthood. So wait a minute. One of them hooked up with him at 17. <laughs> they've been, they've been hanging out with great, him for a while. by the way. So, yeah. Hung out with him, you know, awkward teenage sex. And they go, you know what? This dude right here. Let me well, tell he's you. still having sex with them because as Let of this interview, <laughs> he said that he had been having sex with a woman... Um named Crescent, I guess is what he calls her, six months before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so he's, um, he, it says Higgins, Huggins is unnervingly matter-of-fact 
when he talks about his encounters, it sets him apart from what most of us expect from truthers and UFO enthusiasts. He's not in it for the notoriety and doesn't care if anyone believes him. (laughs) He talks about fathering hundreds of alien babies. No. So, you know, for everybody out there who's hoping to have an alien encounter or, you know, a one night stand or something or maybe a meaningful alien relationship, there's a there's a strong possibility that you may be hooking up with one of Huggins's offspring. Yeah, yeah. So, so keep that you know, in mind. Man, what a bummer. And let me tell you that the paintings that he has made are a lot. Yes, they are. They are a lot. <laughs> and I'm guessing this documentary is also a lot. He doesn't want notoriety, but this documentary, though, check it out. Right, but he actively participated in a documentary. <laughs> so... I don't want any notoriety. I'm going to let this camera crew follow me around. Yeah. And look at these paintings that I've I made. I mean, the, the aliens are also like, he did a full body portrait and it's literally just a female woman. Yeah. Um, with an alien head. Like, that's it. It's a white woman with an alien head. I don't understand what happened to him i'm like i'm legitimately like something bad happened to him like I'm, maybe i'm his, kind of worried about him maybe his girlfriend is just really really pale and he's just not getting the hint i don't know i i see i this is where i go to the dark place i'm like something happened like this man was assaulted or something and he's literally built an entire life to to escape his PTSD. He's got a whole narrative built around this. No, seriously. That's what I think is probably what happened to this guy. Because, like, like he he snapped. Something something went wrong here. I don't know. But, man, the paintings are a lot. They're a lot. <laughs> and he's matter-of-factly talk Like, I, I, one interesting thing about the article was they said he matter-of-factly talks about fathering hundreds of children like their crops. Like, like he had planted crops kind of thing. So he's very cold about the whole situation, which is interesting. <laughs> I don't know I if there's another word for it other than interesting. That's all we can really say, you know, without knowing the full story. Like, oh, shit, that's so interesting. Thing, like this type of person, <clears throat> this is the question that I have for you, because most people, I think, would say yes to this. But would you want to meet this person? Would I want to meet him? Yeah, would I want to? Would you want to meet him and talk to this person? Where's he from again? Georgia. Hmm. Well, like, let's say he's at a convention. Okay. Would you want to go talk to him at a convention? I wouldn't want to talk to him. I'd sit on a panel. Right, because th- no, I mean like talk to him because I think most people would want to talk to him and want to ask him questions. And I'm like, when when there are people that are like off like this, I think there's something in my brain that's like, you need to run away now. Something's wrong with them. Like, like there's some sort of evolutionary thing that makes me go run away go like i don't want any part of this shit yeah yeah i've got that's why i always thought that was really funny um i think it might have been chris rock or whatever like one of the comedians that was talking about like he sees people like how like running away from a thing oh the godzilla thing right right like and people (laughs) aren't running from it and he's like what are you doing why would you run towards that like you run away from it follow the crazy like follow the crazy people that are running away don't run toward it right just keep Uh, going but a lot of people do want to run toward it and i'm like what what huh no no that was that was cedric the entertainer from the original kings of comedy (laughs) yeah it's like, oh, what's going on over here? Oh, my goodness. What's mm-hmm. happening? Yeah. yeah. No, don't be those people. Exactly. Don't do that. You, it's a bad well, idea. You ask on the way. Just <laughs> on the way away from it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, it's unfortunate that movie doesn't hold up. But it has some funny bits. Yeah, there's a lot of that. Oh, yeah. You can just enjoy what you enjoy a bit. Right. And acknowledge the problematic stuff and whatever, you know. And Steve Harvey's hair, man. He fooled us for years. Mm-hmm. Man. What a great piece. Like, just, you, it's perfectly quaffed. You're like, oh, he takes care of himself. No. <laughs> he would take it off. Just pop that sucker off, comb it, brush it, put it back up there. <laughs> fooled us all. 
Fooled us all. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, yeah, that is the wall of weird. That is our show, too. I've got a couple things to plug here, though. Before before we go. Um, So first we had an adventurer write in um, Michael Randolph, um, who wanted us to share a post for sound exchange, which is my, one of my local record stores. Um, and they are selling tickets for a documentary and this helps fund their employees during this really difficult time. Uh, so it's a local business, like a local record shop trying to make sure that they can pay their employees. So hop over to Lexa Matt's excellent adventure on Facebook. Um, we shared this within the past couple of days. So we don't share a lot on there. So you should see it within the past couple of days. Uh, and if you are able Go buy a ticket. It helps out employees, local store, and you get to watch a cool documentary, things like that. Um, we we love helping you guys with whatever. Like we don't we ha- like it. It doesn't cost us anything to share something or to let people know about something like that. So if there's a charity, if there's a work thing, whatever, you know, just let us know. Especially right now during all of this, we want to help where we can. Absolutely. <clears throat> so that links on Facebook. Um, and then, uh, shout out to Turtle Soup. Ryan Guy and I, uh, want to do, or are going to do an Instagram live video, uh, on Saturday night as of now. Uh, that is when we were planning on doing it. So follow me. I'm at the Lex Lutz. Uh, and then I don't know if you have to follow Ryan as well. I think it'll just pop up if you're, if you're following one of us. So follow yeah. me. I think his is at Mr. Guy. Um, well, yeah, but if you're if you're following one of you, if you go live, it'll show up. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I I didn't write down his his actual tag, um, but I'm sure if you search Ryan Guy, you'll find. I don't think there's. And this will be up before Saturday, so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, we're gonna be doing a little bit of Instagram live. Uh, we will talk One Tree Hill. Um, we don't know we don't know all what all we're gonna talk about, but uh, Ryan has been doing every single night of the quarantine, he does an hour long live stream in turtle soups, Facebook group. It's insane. Like he's done it every single night at 9 PM. So Ryan's going to do that, a shortened version of that. And then we're going to hop over to Instagram because unfortunately we can't do dual screen on Facebook, but we Hmm. can on Instagram. Don't know why. So we're going to do it on, uh, Instagram live. And uh, if you follow my social media, you'll be able to watch it then and, you know, ask us questions or whatever. Just watch us shoot the shit, that kind of thing. We just thought it'd be kind of fun to do. And I've never done one before, so why not? Cool. Yeah. See how it works. Maybe you and I can do one. Right on. We do this, though. So it's like, all right. We do a lot of things. Okay. (laughs) It's, it, I mean, it's hard to even like navigate this because I, you know, I had to give him a couple options. We were like going back and forth with it. We've been talking about it for like a week. So even though we have time, he still has to go into his office for work and stuff. So, oh, oh boy. Uh, they're doing it really safely. Like it's him and another employee and they're never there at the same time. Oh, okay. And like, it's basically just because it's a it's a law firm type of situation. They have to they have to keep it open. It's court systems. Like you have mm-hmm. to stay open. You're an essential. But I guess his boss is really cool about making sure that like they're doing it as safe as possible. Which is that's good. <laughs> yeah. 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 I'm glad he's he's being careful. I'm glad that he's able to take precautions and do what he's doing over at the Turtle Soup Facebook page. It's really yeah, cool giving they're, people they're something safe. to look forward to. So yeah, 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 they're they're doing the social distancing and uh, yeah. I mean, go go to join Turtle Soup's Facebook group and watch the the corn corn stream is what it's called. It's so fun and funny. Um, and Ryan loves to talk, so he he's endlessly entertained and entertaining. Uh, and it's just kind of cool, like. It's it's a like it's a steady thing in the insanity right now. It's kind of nice to like even if I like I've done it a couple times where I just chime like chime in for a couple minutes or whatever. It's just kind of nice to have like that 
oh, okay, I can rely on like nine o'clock. This is gonna this is gonna be a thing. You know? Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Right on. So if you you know, if you guys want uh us and we also can talk about things related to this show, things related to his show, whatever. Like we'll you know, we'll talk about just about everything. So Talk about it all. Think about what you want us to talk about. Come join us in the chat. Hang out. Hop on in. Yeah. 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 I believe it's going to be around 9.30, Eastern. Uh, but, you know, just follow my page and kind of keep in mind. It'll be after 9 p.m., though, Eastern, Saturday night. Right on. Yeah. And that's it for me. What about you? What do you have to promote? You work in any clubs? All my shit's shut down, homie. Yeah. <laughs> I can't work from home. We'll shine nerd fast. I know. I'm just <laughs> I'm an asshole. Empire Day is still in limbo. I know. Can't go to Pitchfork Fest in July like I want to. Oh, well. In the meantime, I'm Matt Peters. I'm Lex Lutz, and I'm sorry that I got dark at the end there, guys. <laughs> but I love you, and I want you all to be excellent to each other from a safe distance of at least six feet. Uh, and stay inside. Be good, little sweet chili babies. And the world shall reward you with, I don't know. Take care, everybody. <laughs> the end. <laughs> And yeah, that's keep it. that in. I don't care. That's fine. <laughs> if you want to keep that in, that's cool. People can, I am not people can know. <laughs> that's fine. I'm not talking normal shit. I'm just like, all right, whatever. My brain's broken, guys. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> <laughs>